You know, the Jesus birth name. Isa sa mga nicknames ng birth ni Jesus was, he will be called Prince of Peace. At yan ang sigaw niya, yan ang inexport niya, to the wind and the waves. He said, peace, be still. Instantly, naging kalmado. And he told his disciples, but wala kayong tiwala sa akin. And they were really convinced. After that, talagang convinced sila na this is the Son of God. Now, in Psalms chapter 46, in verse 1 to 2, it says that God is our refuge. Itong kahapon, the other days, may mga nag-evacuate sa kanilang mga bahay. And they went to a refuge. They go to a site of evacuation center na kung saan certified safe. Hindi uh, masisira or hindi sila mamamatay. It, it's... It's like a, a place where you can run to. If you could just go to that place, you'll be safe. And the Bible says that God is our refuge. Another version says He is our safe place. Ano o sino ang iyong safe place sa buhay? Pag dumating ang bagyo sa buhay mo, who do you run to as your Safe place. For some people, yung safe place nila is a fat bank account. At least I have what they call, asa nila, that's financial security. Di ako pwedeng mag-asawa hanggang sa hindi pa safe ang, hindi pa ako stable. Some people run to certain, uh, maybe their job, that's my safe. Kasi may item na ako solid or stable na yung aking trabaho. So I feel safe. Some people look for safety, safe place in a, in a lover, a relationship, or in their education or their good looks. No? Ano ba talaga ang iyong takbuhan? Sandigan. You know, it's, it's not something or some place, it's someone. God is our refuge. He is our safe place. He is our strength. It goes on, Psalms chapter 46, verse 1. He is an ever-present help, never absent. He's ever-present help in times of trouble. So we will not be afraid, even if the earth is shaken, Lindol. Even if mountains fall, landslide, into the ocean. And... For the raging roar of stormy winds, super typhoon, and crashing waves, storm surge, tsunami, erode in even if these things, they cannot erode our faith in you. Can you say amen if you agree with that? No storm. No weather, no fire or flood or anything can erode, can wash out our faith in God. He's our refuge. He's our state. During those days, na lakas ng hangin and everything seems like, you know, ako, naranasan ako. I was in Baguio during the 1990 earthquake. And yeah, it was July 16th. I was not afraid because I was standing not on physical solid ground, because I was on the third floor in a building that's moving like this. 
but I knew that God is my refuge. I just trust in him. He's an ever-present help. He's always there. He's never going to leave you or forsake you. He is my hiding place. I can run to him. I can be sheltered from every storm in my life. You can be sheltered from every storm. Sa, sa dictionary, chineko lang yung dictionary, what's the definition of storm? <laughs> so it says it's a violent disturbance of the atmosphere with strong winds and usually kasama ang rain. Now there are storms na ibang classing storms, not just bad weather, but may mga storms na dumarating sa buhay natin that are like, you know, like I said, sickness, financial storms, death in the family, job, career storms, family relationship storms or emotional storms. A storm would be kahit anumang bagay na nangyayari sa atin na kung saan it's out of our control. And it's something na nakakaranas ng hindi ka nais-nais. Something you don't want it, but wala kang control. Hindi mo maiwasan. Those are storms. And you know, they come at the wrong timing. Sa akin, masasabi ko na yung uh, umpong na ito is not really the best timing. I, I wanted to reschedule that typhoon for November. But you cannot do that, di ba? You cannot say, oh, iurong natin kasi may mga schedule kami, hindi pa tapos yung ginagawa namin, you know, the road work is not yet finished. And you may have storms that come into your life na talagang unexpected and unwanted and wala sa timing. At talagang wala sa control mo. But the point number one is this. There will be storms. There will be storms. And you might think na makakaiwas ako sa storms if I'm following God. Christian naman ako, tinanggap ko naman si Jesus, sumusunod ako kay Lord. And you might think, dahil doon, di ba sabi sa Bible na all things work together for my good and God will never leave me so misinterpret uh, ka you might think na because I'm following God everything will be a clear path for me but I'm telling you the sun shines on the holy the godly and the ungodly at yung mga storms sa buhay they fall on all people you will have there will be storms in life Tingnan natin, kahit yung mga righteous, you got there, the, the people, I'll give you examples from the Bible. Bahala ka na mag, mag-aral or research na Job, 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 Just look at that first Job, it's Job. One of the oldest books in the Bible was Job. And the Bible said he was a righteous man. Blameless before God. Pero naranasan siya ng storm sa buhay. Na, namatay, na lahat ng mga anak niya namatay in a single day. He lost his properties. He lost his health. He started having a terrible skin disease. Painful. At grabe ang pinagdaanan ni Job. Even though he's following God. Shai naranasan ng storms before God restored his life and healed him and brought him back up. May process na 
May pinagdaanan si Job. Sino sa inyo minsan may pinagdaanan? So sabi mo, yeah, I know that. Uh, something really out of my control. It's too much to handle. And you might even think, God, where were you? Sanka. There was another Joe in the Bible, and his name was Joseph. Joseph was also a, uh, one of the lineage of Abraham. He was a good guy from a good family. Wala naman siyang masama na intention, but he went through grabbing storm. Family problems. His brothers were jealous and hated him. They tried to kill him, eventually sold him into slavery. And kahit na si Joseph ay may katawagan ng Diyos sa buhay niya, he's following God, he's doing the right thing. Pagtrato ng mga tao sa kanya, unfair. He got abused. He got cheated. And yet, all of these storms in his life brought him to where God wanted to use him sa destiny niya. There's another Joe. It's Jonah. Siyempre, alam natin story ni Jonah and the big fish. That was a storm. See, Jonah, maybe he disobeyed God. Tumak, tumakbo siya, uh, away from God. But he's still a prophet of the Lord. He's still God's man. And, and so he, he, he experienced storm. Grabe ang emotional turmoil ni Jonah. He was even so depressed, he became suicidal. Kaya sinabi niya, just throw me overboard. He's not expecting na merong fish na mag-rescue sa kanya. He's expecting kung anong talaga mangyayari. Storm nga, out at sea, he was committing suicide. Of course, God saved him in the storm. Kaya the topic of this is finding God saan? In the storm. Jonah found God. Ginamit Lord ni, ni Lord ng, ng fish, but Jonah found God in the storm. Another J is John. John the Baptist. First cousin ni Jesus. And I'm sure inaasahan ni John dahil uh, hindi pa nagme-minister, hindi pa nagme-mission si Jesus. Si John nagme-mission na. He's preparing the way for the Lord. Pero hindi siya kasali sa disciples. Pinili ni Jesus, other 12 that were not his own relatives. In fact, habang Jesus and his friends are out there having parties and drinking and eating and traveling, John is in prison. And eventually had his head cut off. John was a man of God, the greatest of the prophets of the old covenant, and yet he had storms sa buhay niya. Tayo pa kaya. And Jesus Christ himself, he's the perfect man. Wala siyang mistakes sa salita, sa gawa, sa intentions, and yet, kahit perfect siya, he experienced storms. His friends stabbed him in the back. His church wanted to kill him. Eventually, the Romans tortured him, and he experienced crucifixion. So, mayroon talaga siyang... And Paul, ang katawagan ng Diyos kay Paul was, I'm gonna show you your destiny includes or it involves some suffering. Friends, 
Here's the bad news. There will be storms. Pero ikote natin, it's really good news too. Because John chapter 16, verse 33, sabi ni Jesus, in this life, in this world, you will have tribulation. You will have storms. But take, be of good cheer. Cheer up. Because I have overcome. Sabi mo, overcome. Sabi Jesus, I have overcome the world. Now, the storm at any time in your life, maaring palabas na, maaring parating lang na ang, ang storm, or maybe you're in the middle of a storm now. Actually, at any given point in your life, you're either going out from a storm or abangan. You're coming into one pretty soon, or maybe you're in the middle of one. Pero we don't spend much time outside of storms. Eventually, we have storms, big or small, monsoon rains or super typhoon. So it's not a question of mararanasan ba ako ng storm sa buhay? Am I going to be lucky? Swerte ba na makakaiwas ako sa mga kahirapan sa buhay? No. But God wants to show you how He will be there and you will find Him in the storm. So number one is there will be storms, but number two is there will be temptations in the storm. Sabi mo, it's bad news, now it's worse news. <laughs> yes, there will be temptations in the storms. And yung mga temptations, hindi, hindi lagi obvious. The temptations na dumarating kasama ng mga bagyo sa buhay natin, it's not always the, the really bad ones like, okay, uh, stealing, uh, sexual sins, murder, lying. Minsan, yung mga temptations na dumarating sa atin are just uh, the, 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 the things that are going to either test our faith or expose our fears. Okay, sulat na. The, 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 the temptations, the trials could test our faith. Nung si Jesus ay nakatulog sa boat, he was... Allowing that opportunity, I'm sure pagod siya. Pero that storm actually tested the faith of his disciples. And when he calmed it, he told them, you, you, you guys kind of failed the test this time. Because you didn't trust in me. Where is your faith? So actually, you know, Hebrews 11:6 says, without faith, we don't please God. We need to believe in him and believe that he exists even in the storm. And it also, the storms will expose our fears. See, hindi mararanasan nila yung, yung fears na hindi ma- malaman ng mga disciples na takot pala sila unless that storm came. It exposed. Nag- lumabas talaga ang mga kulay nila. Anong professional fisherman dyan? Boatman, captain, captain dyan. Tapos biglang may bagyo. Ah, Jesus, help! Diba? So lumabas na yung kanilang fears. And the truth is, there are things in our lives that will come out during the time of storm. Maybe that's the time. Lalabas na yung something na you have a struggle with anger. You have a problem. Na when everything is fine, you look good. 
You look poised. You look so uh, in control. But when that storm comes, it gets crazy. That thing happens in your family. Something happens in your ego. Then all of a sudden, back. It's exposing some fears. And there are three kinds of temptations that I want you to be really um, note, be, be aware of these. Because maraming temptation, but ito yung three common temptations, which, sa totoo lang, these three temptations can lead you to most every other kind of sin. And the first one is fear. This is what the disciples said. Now, Jesus, Jesus, wake up. We're about to drown. Natatakot sila na mamamatay sila. So, takot. Then the next one was worry. W stands for worry. And worry is actually faith in the negative. Diba? Worry is faith na merong masama mangyayari sa future mo. And they were afraid about their future, afraid for their safety. And they were worried about it. And then the third one is doubt. And doubt, because sabi nila, don't you, ang tanong nila kay Jesus, don't you even care about us? Namamamatay na tayo? Ginising nila si Jesus and the Bible says, don't you care that we're going to drown? And sometimes, the Storms sa buhay mo will expose that you just have doubts about God. You don't really trust Him. Or maybe you do trust Him. You trust Him or you believe that He can save you in this situation. But you don't really believe that He is willing to. Minsan kasi naniniwala tayo sa God is all-powerful. I, I trust in God na walang imposible sa Diyos. Pero minsan, we just don't trust His love for us. Yeah, I believe He loves the whole world, but not, 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 He's not going to do something for me. So, there's fear. Fear of what other people think. Fear of, uh, you know, what will happen to you. Worry about the future. Negative faith. And then doubts especially doubting the love of God for you. So, masasabi ko, pag na yung storm sa buhay mo, maybe family or financial or whatever, yeah, the fears come out. Fear about my future. Sino mag-aalaga sa akin pag tanda na? That's a fear. Anong sasabi nila patungkol sa akin? Baka ayaw nila sa akin. I don't want to. So all of these things. I doubt that God would bless me to that extent. I don't think God wants to promote me. I don't think God wants me to be healed. Ito siguro ang punishment niya sa akin. So maraming, maraming fears and worries and doubts that will come. Iba-ibang uri fears and worries and doubts that will come when your storms in your life are there. So be noticing, be watching out for that, and keep calm, and don't fear the storm. Keep calm. Yeah, don't fear the storm. And I'll give you, really quick, simply lang, I'll give you two 
keys that will dissolve these temptations and you will pass and overcome these temptations. So this is the very important part of the topic. So are you listening? Yeah, this is very important. So 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13, the Bible promises that God can keep his word. He will not allow you to be tested beyond your power to remain firm. And at the time you are put to the test, he will give you the strength to endure it, the grace, and he'll provide you with a way out. You have victory over these temptations, and I'll give you the two tools that you need. First is the word of God. Just like you among the disciples, Jesus, uh, the boat, Jesus was there, and he gave his disciples a word, a simple word, a short word. Easy to understand word. What was it? In Mark chapter 4, verse 35, when the evening came, he said, this is Jesus said, the word of Jesus. He said to his disciples, let us go across to the other side. So anong, what we say, pangako ng Diyos? Anong kanyang salita para sa kanila? We will go, makakariting tayo doon sa kabila. That was a word. And you can fight fears and worries and doubts kung meron kang word from God na pinahahawakan mo. And you gotta hold on to the word. So kahit na nandudun, nakikita mo si Jesus, tulog, hindi tumutulong, hindi sumasagot sa iyong mga prayers or whatever call for help. But still, you got His word kasi sabi ni Jesus. We're going to the other side. So even though I don't know how, we're, it looks like, seems like, feels like, mamamatay at hindi makakarating doon. But I still am holding on to His word. Sabi ni Jesus, basta, yan ang pinahawakan ko. Oh, I really admire my wife, Bambi. Pag mayroong sinabi ni God sa kanya, she believes it all the way. She won't let go once she got a word from God. And we need to be that tenacious. Pag sinabi ni God, that's it. He said it, I'm gonna believe it. So maybe when you have storms sa buhay mo, and you know you'll be tempted with fears and worries and doubts, which lead to many other kinds of bad sins, you can fight and win and stand firm in those storms of your life if you have a word from God. So get into the word, get a word, and hold it. God said, kaya yan ang aking panglaban sa fear, worry, and doubt. And pangalawa, the next tool you're gonna need is God's presence. His presence, presentia ng Dios. It says in Mark chapter 4, verse 36, the very next verse, so they took Jesus with them in their boat. So asan si Jesus? Was, was he checked into a hotel somewhere on the shore? Was he far away sa ibang probinsya? No. Why? They got, wala naman silang dahilan, actually, na matakot. Una, meron silang word. Mer- meron silang promise. Meron silang assurance. Sabi ni Jesus, we're going to the other side. Pero higit doon, they have His presence. See si Jesus, nandiyan lang sa bangka. 
or barco, I don't know how big it was, but it's just there. He was with them, live, real time, in the present. You could, they could, I mean, he's there. And so what you need to panglaban sa mga discouragements, fears, worries, and dis, uh, doubts in your storms is you need God's presence with you. You need to be in his presence, lagi. You need to be in his word, lagi. That's it, the word of God and his presence. So that kahit na it doesn't make sense. Now, it, I don't see it. Now, it looks like we're going to drown, but I know God is with me. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 to 6, it says, He will never leave you or forsake you. Pangako ng Diyos, hindi kita iiwan o pabayaan man. Never, never, never. He is an ever-present help in times of trouble. Even though you don't see how he will do it, hindi sinasagot ang iyong prayers na in the way that you thought it would happen. Laging hawakan mo yung word of God and you say, God has a better plan. Don't doubt his love for you. Say, God has a plan for me. A good plan. Not to harm me but to prosper me in giving me a hope and a future. I don't know. It didn't look like what I thought. Hindi ito ang gusto ko. Medyo matindi ang pressure. It's uncomfortable tong storm na to. Nababasa ako. You know, the, the house is falling down. The relationship is falling apart. Whatever's your storm. But don't let go of his word. And don't avoid. Listen to me. So many people avoid the presence of God during a storm or neglect. Ayusin ko muna itong problema sa bahay. Saka na lang mag-church. Saka na lang lumapit sa Diyos. Kailangan kong i-handle ito muna. Busy ako. Pag nakabangon na ako, saka na lang magsilbi sa Kanya. Magbigay sa Kanya. Friends, don't iwas don't back away from his presence because his presence never backs away from you. The more magpalapit sa kanya, kapit sa kanya, boldly come to the throne of grace where you will receive grace, or you receive mercy and find grace to help you in times of need. So friends, I, I'm so proud of you. Every one of you here, I'm so proud of you because dumating ka. You came here today and what are you getting? You're getting a word of God. Yes. And what are you entering to? You're in the presence of God. Kanina, when we're worshiping, grabe presence ni God. You know, the presence of God inhabits the praises of people. We sing, I will be still. I know that you're God. Father, you are the king of all. That's the presence of God. And SFCC is like a, a gasoline station. You know, you come every Sunday and get full tank from the word of God. You get a full tank of his presence. So may panglaban ka sa fear, worry, and, and doubt. And you will be very well prepared for whatever disaster. What's that 
um, uh, what's that Red Cross? Not Red Cross. Yung disaster risk management na yun ba yan? Yung parang meron silang trainings, meron silang preparations. Alam nila na darating ng bagyo, but they're ready. Nakahanda na yung mga boat, lifeboat, and everything, extra rice, water. And we need to be ready because storms will come. And there will be temptations in the storm. And that's why you got to be ready with a full tank of His Word. You're getting the Word and His presence. I call it the WWW. The Word and Worship Workout. Okay, bucket worship. Because in worship, that's when bababa ang presence ni God. When you worship, you're entering His presence with thanks and praise. So it's the Word and Worship Workout. Hindi yung zumba-zumba dyan. Pero hindi ka naka-prepared for the, the storms in life. You're only prepared for so many parties at Christmas time. <laughs> but every Sunday. And so number three is this. What did I say? That number one is there will be storms. Number two, there will be temptations in the storm. But here's the really good news. There will be benefits in the storm. You can call it blessing in disguise. You can call it uh, the flip around of God's grace. But there will be benefits. Hindi lang para sa'yo. But listen, it's benefits that you receive. And there's also going to be some benefits for you to deliver to others which is our mission statement at SFCC, to honor Him and deliver His benefits. So, maasahan mo, you will receive benefits, but you're also going to deliver. Receive, because here's the thing, trials, write this down, trials become tools that God uses to adjust our thinking and give us new insights. Insights. God will adjust our thinking. And that transforms our life. Because we're transformed by renewing our minds. And then it gives us new insight. Insight means perspective. A new vantage point. Makikita mo things. Makikita mo some things. Like letter A here is. He will reveal something new about Jesus. Na kung saan, without that storm, you would not see Him in that way. Hindi mo mararanasan ng Diyos bilang rescuer, bilang protector, kung walang danger. Or bilang provider, kung walang lack. Or bilang friend, kung lagi kang popular with all the people. Pero dahil dumating sa'yo ang bagyo, ang storm, and your friends that you thought were your friends are not really your friends. Hello? It's in that storm that God will reveal something new about Jesus. And you thought you knew him in that way, but 
you will really know him now. Because all those friends cannot be relied on. But you've now discovered something new. Jesus is really my best friend. That's just one example. You relate it to your own storms. Financial storm, gipitan, walang wala. You can't depend on that salary. Kalamo, makakaroon ka ng raise. Three months, hindi pa kanagsasweldo because bankrupt na yung company. And you're the manager. <laughs> Whatever. The point is, when wala wala and you cannot depend on what you thought you could depend, now the storm is there and you start to get to know God in ways that you did not know Him without the storm. Does that make sense? Pero dahil sa bagyo na yan, you meet God as a savior, as a friend, as a provider, as a comforter, as a shepherd in ways that you never knew. You learn his, wow, he's so loving. Wow, he's so faithful. He's all powerful, all knowing, all present. God is bigger than any storm you could ever face. Do not magnify your storm. Magnify your God. He's bigger. You know, um, the typhoon may last for a night. But God's favor lasts for a lifetime. Ang Warden family, family namin, naranasan ng mga storms. When I lost two brothers, within 12 months lang, dalawa ang accident na I lost two brothers na matay. Then the next 12 months after, our first cousin also died. Totally unexpected. Nagrattle na yung family namin. Major storm sa amin. And it was in that storm, lalo na kumapit kami kay Lord. We didn't blame him. Get, you know, we didn't avoid him, go away from him. Lahat kami, tatlo na lang ang mga kapatid na tatlo kami, lalong kumapit sa bawat isa, sa parents namin, and now we became very, very close family. And in that storm, we would never have known God in that way. But we met him. And some people even are, are wondering, how could you be that strong? How can you be happy despite yung nangyari? Well, the storm actually gave benefits. God turns what the devil meant to destroy you. God uses that as a tool to give you new insights and help you to know him. And when you know him, you have eternal life. You grow stronger. See? So our own helplessness, and we become aware. Sa storms ng buhay, we become aware his grace is what I need. Doon ako maasa sa biyaya ng His grace is enough. After seeing Jesus in the storm na naglalakad, nakita nila na si Jesus, He's really powerful. After nakita nila si Jesus na He calmed the storm, they were convinced that He is really an exporter of peace. 
And when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, sabi ni Psalms chapter 23 verse uh, 4, I will not fear. I won't be afraid. Why? Because you are with me. See? And then letter, letter B there is that another aspect is upon benefit of storm that you get in a storm is God will show you who you are in Christ. So sa una, he will reveal to you something new about Jesus, but he'll also clarify to you kung ano ba talaga ang identity mo at kung anong authority na meron ka pag ikaw ay nakay Kristo. Sa totoo lang, stay with me for a minute. This is interesting. I just got this this morning. Nung si Jesus nakatulog sa bagyo, actually, I'm sure he was very tired. Pero ginagamit din niya yung pagkakatoon na ito, this, this story, this scenario, the disciples were, asked, were wanting Jesus to do the work that dapat sila ang gumawa noon. They should have been the ones to miraculously calm the storm. Why? It's not something new. Jesus had already given them power weeks or months before. He says, I'm giving you power to overcome all of the work of the enemy. He sent them out two by two and said, you heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out the demons. And they were actually able to do these miracles in Jesus' name. Imagine, nakagawa na sila ng mga himala. That as they were obeying the, the mission of Jesus, they experienced doing things that they could normally not do. And then there was another time, just very near this time, right before that, di ba na dumating ng thousands of people, thousands, 5,000 men plus so many other uh, women and children. And they came to Jesus in panic mode. At nagtanong sila kay Jesus, Jesus, ano ba? Ang late na. At hindi pa nakakain ang mga multitudes of people nito. Walang mabibig, walang store dito, walang restaurant. Pauwiin mo sila. And Jesus said, no, you give them something to eat. Jesus, inutusan niya ang mga disciples. Kayo ang bahala. Kayo ang mag-solve ng problem nito. And of course, they were like, oh, we cannot, you know. And, and then Jesus did the miracle for them. But Jesus is training us to know our identity, know our authority, and to do the greater works than he did. Hindi ba sabi ni Jesus, if you believe in me, yung ginagawa ko, magagawa mo rin. And even greater. So they were praying to Jesus when they should have just done the work. Minsan kasi pag adyan na yung bagyo, adyan yung problema, we go running to God in beggar mode. Oh God, please, please, palisin mo yung kapitbahay ko na yan, sakit sa ulo. And you're going to God in beggar mode when in fact God wants to show you your identity in Christ. Hindi mo papapalisin yan kung ikaw ay secured sa identity mo bilang ambassador of God, ambassador of Christ. So, instead of praying to Jesus for every single problem, 
Sometimes what the Lord wants you to do is solve it. Of course, with his power. You know, if there's someone sick, we oftentimes we just pray for, we pray, God, please heal this person, please heal this person. But what if the Lord said, you heal the person? You speak life. Lord, I hope uh, someone will share the, the gospel with my father. Kailangan talaga siya na makakarinin good news. Lord, please send someone, please send someone. Nandiyan ka. Kung alam mo lang yung identity mo, kung alam mo lang, and the storms will sometimes get to show you kung sino ka talaga kay Kristo at kung anong pinapagawa niya sa'yo. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 says, Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. And I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Romans chapter 8 verse 31, you know, this scripture that says, If God is for us, who can be against us? And that nothing will ever separate us from his love. Kaya, pag meron kang identity na you know who you are, I'm not talking arrogance. Because I know without Christ, I can do nothing. But we need to know our identity in Christ. And that we can do all things through Christ's strength in our lives. So, again, friends, listen, there will be storms. Hindi lang si Ompong, there will be other kinds of storms sa buhay mo. And there will be temptations in those storms. What kind of temptations? The three common ones? Fear, worry, and doubt. Okay, but you can have victory over this. You don't have to live in panic mode. You don't have to live your life in fear, worry, and doubt. Pwede ka magpasya na I will not fear. Why? Because He is with me. He's in my life. He's in my boat. And I got a word from Him. And I'm in His presence. Not lang, hindi lang Sunday, but I, I come into His presence often. I hold His word firmly. And then third one is, what did I say is the third part? There will be benefits in the storm. Here's the application para pag-uwi. Ito na yung gagawin natin. Number one is find God in your storm. Find Him. Uh, search. Seek for Him. Be on the watch out for the fingerprints of God. Problem, it's like a storm that hit your life this time. Scan the situation in faith with your radar looking for Jesus. Where is God in this storm? I know that God is here because he promised he'll never leave me. So God, where are you working? What are you doing? And in Bisna, you're telling God like, what to do. Lord, gawin mo ito, baguhin mo siya. No, no, no. 
check what God is doing, then ikaw mag-adjust. Ikaw ride on sa plano niya because he has a better plan than you. So instead of manipulating and begging and forcing God to do what you want, let him plan and you adjust and flow with what he's leading you to do. And when you do that, listen, I'm going to say this and I, I hope you believe it, but the storms are really not that bad. As long as you see God with you in it. As long as you train yourself to recognize Emmanuel. God is with me. So merong financial storm, don't panic. Recognize. Train your mind. Practice looking for God in the storm. Don't say, well, God, I have to, you know, if you get rid of this storm, then I could fellowship with you. I would worship you. I would go to church. I would serve you if this storm would just go away. No. God is there. Now, in that storm, in that marriage problem, God is in that. He's there. And you got to find God in that gulo with asawa mo. God is in that health problem he's in that bad medical report he's in that financial pressure god is in your storm find him find what he's doing and then you will recognize that it's not that bad no matter what kind of storm you face when god is with you it will be all right. Everything's going to be all right because he's with you. If you're alone, patay. But you're not alone. Okay, number two, application. So always be looking. Look for God. Lord, where are you? Lord, where are you? I know you're here somewhere. And show me, show me your move. Show me your hand. Lead me to be near you. I enter your presence. I hold your word. And then number two is this one. So important, friends. Come every Sunday to the valuable worship and word feast. I know some of you still would come pugmate time. Or you would come kung walang conflict of schedule. But in 365 days of the year, you got 52 Sundays, right, in a year. Those 52 Sundays are your word and worship feasts. Those are the times for you to come here and get fresh downloads. It's not like God is, you know, grading you and you know, you're not in the dean's lister, you're not on the top five, so you're not a good student. No, hindi sa, hindi ganun, hindi sa ganun. This is not a, about a legalistic duty. You do not come to church to perform or get good grace from God. But if you will come every Sunday, you will be well prepared for the storms of life. Bucket, because you're going to have a word of God feast. 
That's why some people come and they, they attend one service and they will serve or volunteer the other service. We do not allow people to volunteer both service. Na in such a way na hindi sila makakarinig ng word of God. Kasi mahalaga yun eh. Lugi ka kung mag, magvo-volunteer ka na dalawang service at hindi ka nakakarinig ng word of God. You got to come and get that word because that word of God will give you confidence. Na sinabi ni Jesus, you're going to the other side. So pag dumating ng bagyo, hindi ka masyashake. Because may pinahawakan ko. I'm going to the other side. Sabi ni God. So when you come and get the word of God, when that, that later in that week, when the storms come into your, your job or your relationships, you're cool. You're so cool because you got the word. And you've been in the presence of God. And the presence of God gives you confidence. It puts an anointing on you. The, who God is, you behold him, you become like him. And that glory comes on you. And you look better, you act better. Again, it's not a legalistic, now you have to do this, your duty. It's just, ikaw makikinabang. So friends, if I were you, out of 52 Sundays in a year, try to make all 52. Kami ni Bambi, pag wala kami, I can assure you we are attending another church somewhere else. Because if we go to America, so we will do some, um, you know, connecting in Australia. But we attend not even one service. Saturday night, dalawa tatlong service ng Sunday morning. And we will, we will really get as much word of God and as much worship as possible. Bakit? I, I want to I survive the storms. How about you? So keep learning his word. Keep loving his presence. I know you do. I know you love his word. I know you love his presence. I know you, but keep learning. Keep loving. Sabini Jesus in Matthew twenty-two twenty-nine. your mistake is, he was talking to the religious people. He says, here's where you made your mistake. You don't know the scriptures and you don't know the power of God. Kung alam mo lang, kung natuto ka sa scriptures, sa word of God, and kung kabisado ka at talagang lagi ka nagsusok sa presensya ng Diyos, then di ka makakamali and you will be so prepared for whatever disaster. So friends, I'm encouraging you. I know you have some people, you know, you have work or whatever, but try to arrange your lifestyle. It's up to you, Namani. Shift your lifestyle. Tell your boss, I'm not working on Sundays. Fire me if you want to. God will give me a better job. I'll be a better employee if I go to church on Sunday. You will, your company will get more out of me if I'm being fed the word of God. I got the presence of God. I'll handle it from Monday to Saturday. Worst case, we go in Sunday afternoon until gabi. I'm just being practical here. Or maybe you tell your husband, 
Now he doesn't want na hindi binabawalan ka na mag-attend. You tell, I'm going to be a better wife. I can be a much richer, a much more patient and loving wife if I am in the presence of God. If I get a word from God, I promise you, hindi ito laban sa'yo. This will be for your benefit and for the benefit of our family. Uh, is, is it making any sense? That's where I'm supposed to stop kasi marami pang iba. Pero I'll go ahead and fill in the blanks because I know there's two more. But I never expected to finish these. But just number three, just quickly, keep your focus on Jesus. Nung may storm, at, there was another time that this time, wala si Jesus sa boat. Nahihirapan sila the same, pero this time, wala si Jesus and the storm was so big and natatakot sila, pero dumating si Jesus walking on the water. Did you know Jesus can surf? He has this style of surfing, but it's walking. You know? And he doesn't sink. So Jesus came out there walking on the water. And Natakot sila. Peter said, if that's really you, isama mo ako. Sabi, Jesus, come. And true enough, nakakapag-surf din si Peter. Jesus style. He was able to walk on the water too. As long as nakatingin si kay Jesus. As long as he was focused on Jesus. He was, he was actually walking and doing that which is not common or normal for someone to do. Pero nagagawa niya yung hindi niya magagawa because of focused on Jesus. And the same is true for you. Magagawa mo yung mga things that you cannot do if you're focused on Jesus. The things that are not normal for you, things that are not possible for you, you'll find yourself doing things that are impossible if you're focused on Jesus. And then the fourth one, <laughs> the last one, and dito tayo magtatapos, I promise. Speak to your storm. And this is similar to yung sinabi ni Jesus in Matthew chap- uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 23. Whosoever, whoever shall say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he had said will come to pass. He shall have Whatever he said. Minsan, we're just praying about the storm. Diba? I know that itong recently, everyone said, okay, pray. Pray for the Philippines. Pray na God will protect us. Pray this storm will not affect us. So marami nag-pray. And I think that's wonderful. Pero minsan, there's a time to speak to it, not talk about it, not describe it in your prayers, but speak to it. Ginawani Jesus, he spoke to the st- to the wind and the waves. Sabi niya, "Peace, be still." Period. It wasn't a chat like you know, hey, let's get to know each other. I'm Jesus. What's your name? No, just simple lang. Peace, be still. Period. Just spoke to it. 
Pag may mga demon possessed, may labas. He never prayed to God, Oh God, would you please make this demon go out of that person, you know? He just told the demon, get out. He told the waves, you be still. Parang, these are not the droids you're looking for. You know, <laughs> Jesus had the power because he was always connected to the Father. And he said, whatever the Father says, so I speak. Whatever the Father is doing, so I do it. So friends, when there, I, I, I'm telling you, there will be storms in your life. I hope not the big ones. I hope in the back-to-back. But most of all, I hope you will maximize every benefit from those storms. Because whatever the devil meant for evil to, to, to destroy you, discourage you, you know, put you down, God will not let that happen when he's in your boat. And you are holding his word, soaking in his presence. He is for you and not against you. So wag mo sabihin na bahala ng Diyos. Because it's a partnership. It's a partnership. Pag bahala ng Diyos, he goes in the boat and goes away. Magisa niya. It's not bahala ng Diyos. It's God, I need you. We are depending on you. So I want you to be ready so that pag may bagyo na, later this week, later this month, I don't know, eventually, you will be ready and you will have a sweet victory. And you will be so blessed. And I want to hear your testimonies. So would you put your hand on your heart and pray together. And first thing is get Jesus in the boat. Kung ikaw ay nandidito at hindi ka pa nakatanggap kay Jesus bilang tagapagligtas ng buhay mo, it's like Jesus loves you, of course. And you might love Him or you might believe in Him. Pero ito nang pakakatoon na pasukin mo siya sa bangka mo. Let Him come in to be in your vessel. So just close your eyes and say, Jesus, pinapasok kita sa aking buhay. Ride in my boat with me. I believe you as Savior. Forgive my sin and be the Lord of my life. I want to follow you and be your servant. Salamat sa ginawa mo doon sa cross para sa aking kaligtasan. I believe my sins are forgiven and you made me new. And Father, I pray for every member of this church, every visitor, every VIP, every family member from the top down all the way to the nursery, to the overflow room, those that are listening to my voice right now. Even sa podcast, I just pray, Lord, that you would have everyone ready for great victories. Tuwing na may storms, that it will not put us down, but you will use it as a tool to reveal yourself to us and show us even who we are in you. So thank you in advance for every victory that you've given us. In Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, champions.